Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I have been doing a little bit more TikTok lives and just connecting with you all a little bit more lately in a more personal way which has been really nice and it's funny because what I'll always say to someone who says you know I like your podcast or I'm a big fan of your content etc is just like thank you for listening and thank you for watching and I think the reason why I always say it that way is because I realized that this is kind of like an inner child dream come true. I feel like it's such a, it's such a human thing to just want to be heard and want to be seen. And I think that for me, that's something that I've always desired has just to be seen for who I am and to be appreciated. And, you know, I've experienced that of course, in varying levels throughout my life, but the way that I feel so seen and heard on this podcast for who I am and just for the way that I think. And, you know, I'm not very filtered here. I do my best to be as articulate as I possibly can, but I really do feel like I'm being myself and just sharing my ideas in a way that doesn't feel inauthentic to me. It feels very natural and it feels very conversational and it feels like I'm just sitting down to have tea with a friend. And so to hear that that's being well received and to just feel that welcoming energy that I get from this podcast community, it's unparalleled. And I do just want to say over and over again, I am so, so grateful to you for listening and for making this space what it is because. It was never my intention to create a podcast and become like a leader in a certain area. I wanted to create a community and I wanted that space to be community led. And that's why I love having your participation for the episodes and, you know, the fact that you all feel comfortable messaging me and sharing your thoughts on episodes and your ideas and it really helps them to evolve so much. It helps the space to evolve so much and it feels really community driven, which has always been really important to me. So thank you for being a part of this. Each and every one of you is so valued and so appreciated and I hope that you feel listened to and I hope that you feel heard and seen, whether directly through our messages, if we're in touch, or just through something that I've said, because that experience for me and to feel at least to some extent that this is a non-judgmental space, I realized 
that there are so few places in my life that I felt that way and felt like I could just be myself and that would be fully welcomed. So yeah, not to get like sappy or anything, although I have no problem with getting sappy, but I just wanted to say thank you and I want you to know that I really do appreciate you and thank you for listening. And very much to continue on that line of kind of community-led conversations, this podcast episode is going to be no exception. I launched my Patreon group chat last week and since then I've been really enjoying kind of bouncing ideas off of some of the people in that space and I've had a lot of really good insights from that space and some of them I'm going to share here as well as some of the responses you all shared with me on Instagram when I asked the question that we're going to get into for today's episode and what we're really going to be talking about is we're going to expand on a concept that I shared in a previous episode or I guess it's not so much a concept but more a archetype and I referred to it I believe in a previous episode as the playful experimenter and I've changed it because I like playful explorer more and it feels like it articulates what I want to talk about today a little bit more clearly. You've heard me refer to life as sort of being reflected by a video game analogy before and it's not because I think that it actually matters what we're doing here necessarily. Like I don't feel like ruminating on that is going to change things in a substantial way. For me, it just helps me to consider the way that I approach this life experience and one of the things that I really always think about I've thought about this in many different contexts is that if I were to be playing a video game ultimately that's a choice and I do very much feel that everything in my life is a choice including being here and continuing to participate and when I sat back and reflected on why I feel I actually came to this reality and why I chose to have this life experience, my feeling is that I just came here to explore and to hopefully do that with a bit of playfulness. And I think that the most pure kind of exemplification of this is childhood, which is when we're really in that space. When we've just entered into this reality, it's almost like that explorer mindset is at its most vibrant in that for most of our childhood, we're just trying to understand the world and trying to experiment with it, to test its limits, to learn the rules, if you will, to adapt to our environment. And I've kind of mentioned this before when I reflect on the arc that my life seems to have taken, but it seems as though the transition into adulthood is when I stopped approaching life in this way, when I started taking things a lot more seriously and it became less of an exploration and more of a task or a problem to be solved or something to be kind of analyzed. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to flow and evolve through different life phases and to experience life in different ways as we gather more information and 
gain new insights. So it's not to say or expect that we are going to stay in the same exact way of being from childhood all the way throughout our lives. But what I want to kind of articulate here is that when I look back at my childhood and I consider how open-minded and excited and playful and energetic I was, that's something that I really miss about myself and I have missed about myself. And when I reflect on why, I think it's because there's this kind of unspoken rule, at least from my perspective, that these aspects of our being are only really appropriate for one period of our lives. And it's really interesting because when I brought up this idea of the playful explorer, in my group chat through Patreon, it was interesting to see the conversation that unfolded and some of the feelings that I had towards the idea of playfulness and pleasure and joy being reflected amongst people in that space. And I'll get a little bit more specific about what I mean. I think a lot of the times when we even use the word play or fun, we make an automatic association with certain characteristics and I think some of those may include things that may not even be positive, like unrealistic or frivolous or spontaneous or irresponsible or not serious enough. I think that's a very quick connection that we can make. And if you even think about certain characteristics that we as adults may perceive to be childish, quite often they're linked to things like playfulness and being goofy or silly or you know, not taking things as seriously as we may be supposed to. So when I opened up the conversation about the playful explorer and what it means to navigate life as a playful explorer, which I'll get into in a moment, it was interesting to see that some of the initial reactions were people feeling like they don't really resonate with being adventurous or playful or spontaneous and wanting to perhaps have a little bit more of that, but feeling on some level that that would mean giving up a sense of security or a sense of seriousness that anchors them in their current lifestyle and routine. So I think it's this interesting connection that we make, or I guess assumption that we make, that being playful means that we're not going to be productive or we're not going to be able to thrive in adult experiences or adult situations. And Again, this kind of articulates this automatic phase that seems to happen that we seem to fall into where we deem things like playfulness and open-mindedness and childlike wonder. We deem those to be either unnecessary or on the kind of more severe side of the spectrum, inappropriate. And again, it's almost like we feel that if we embody this playfulness a little bit more, we will be potentially threatening our security or our stability. And I think when I reflected on this, where that comes from is the belief that in order to be a more playful person, we have to be doing things differently. In other words, you know, making kind of similar associations with the word playfulness, we might think of the word adventurous or spontaneous. And sometimes I think some of the narratives attached to those words are, at least from my perspective, things like irresponsible or whatever it may be. And so I think because of some of the associations that we have with some of these concepts, we think that if we were to embody them a little bit more, 
that would threaten our safety and security in the lifestyle that we currently have. And again, I think that sometimes it can also feel like we just don't have space for that. I think when I initially started playing around with this idea of being a little bit more playful and having a bit more fun with life, I thought that I had to add things to my life and again thought that I had to do things differently I have to be more spontaneous I have to be more adventurous I have to do things differently what I'm trying to articulate with this episode and what I want to explore a little bit is that for me being a playful explorer being someone that doesn't take life so seriously it doesn't actually require you know doing all these these adventurous things and these spontaneous things and adding anything to your life. For me, I think it's more about the way that I approach life and I can approach life completely 100% differently without actually changing any any aspect of it. I can choose to be a little bit more playful with the way that I orient myself to my job or I can choose to be a little bit more experimental with my career path and see it more as a fun adventure it doesn't mean that I actually have to do anything differently it just means that perhaps I'm a little bit easier on myself when something doesn't go to plan and so what I'm trying to articulate here is that the way we approach anything can completely change the experience it doesn't mean that we actually need to go out and become a completely different more playful adventurous spontaneous person and I think when we have that expectation on ourselves of course it feels like we could never get there because that feels like a whole new identity and when I compare myself to people that I think are really adventurous and spontaneous I too feel like I won't ever get there but I've been able to get to this place where Within the way that my life currently looks, I've been able to make it more fun. I've been able to make it more playful. I've been able to take things less seriously. It's an ebb and flow because I'm constantly being met with the pressures that exist to take things a little bit more seriously. And sometimes I find myself falling back into old narratives about what it means to be playful and creative and fun and goofy and joyful. And so I have to be mindful of that as well about not falling back into this place where I feel like I have to respond to that pressure by being the person that I feel I'm expected to be and just doing what feels right for me, approaching my life with playfulness and having more fun. This is rooted in the idea that we're worthy of having an enjoyable, pleasant experience. And this comes back to the idea that I shared at the beginning of the episode about reflecting on why I feel I came here and what I came here to do and what I came here to experience and of course everyone is going to feel differently about what they came here to experience and how they want to move through life but I think just based on some of the conversations that I've had in this space and some of your responses to the sticker I put out about this particular topic I do think that within this community we're all feeling this pull I guess to go back to some of the aspects that may have been more alive in childhood that made life vibrant and made life fun and made life feel not so heavy all the time. It's never about taking away from the validity of some of the more analytical, organized, 
problem-solving, serious aspects of life. And anytime I share something that may be contrasting a previously held belief, it doesn't mean that I'm throwing the opposite out the window. I'm simply offering an opportunity to bring things into balance. And someone sent me a DM in regards to this topic, which was a really good reminder for me, which is essentially that playfulness and fun and laughter and joy are infectious and they help to break up the heaviness. So it's not to expect that if we choose to approach life in this way that we won't have any heavy, difficult experiences. But it's like we have this tool and this way of seeing things, this kind of lens we can see the world through that can help to break up and clear out some of the heaviness associated with so many of the different life experiences that we may navigate over the course of our lifetime. Now, I want to talk a little bit about this idea of the playful explorer and what that means to me and the impact that trying to embody that archetype has had in my life. Now, the first part of it is obviously the playful aspect of the concept of the playful explorer. And pretty intuitive, but to me, this is just about reconnecting with fun and play. And again, not necessarily an activity-based thing, but a mindset-based thing. So how can I be more playful with this life experience that I'm having? How can I look at this as play and not always as work? How can I recognize that many of the things in my life have a choice associated with it? And if I'm finding that I'm too far in the work and obligation and struggle side of the spectrum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What can I do to integrate a little bit more play and fun and lightheartedness and open-mindedness? And I think this kind of became important to me when I reflected on my life and realized that at one point I just wasn't having fun. It just was a lot of boredom and obligation and struggle and just stuff that I didn't enjoy. And so to even consider that I could be having more fun with life felt frivolous and self-indulgent. And I think that's sad. I think that it's sad that I got to a point where to expect anything more than just getting by felt, again, self-indulgent, self-indulgent, excuse me, and frivolous. I struggle a lot with the concept of being delusional And this is almost like a trigger for me because I feel like even since I was little, I've had this kind of like childlike wonder that has always been somewhere in me where I see that so many different things are possible and there's so much more space for pleasure and fun and joy. And it's sad to me that I reached a point in my life where that felt delusional and it felt like to expect anything beyond What I was already experiencing and what I had experienced was just unrealistic. And it's kind of this idea that, you know, just take what you've got, be happy with it. Don't try to push the limits and just get on with life. And I don't know. I think that just kind of defeated my or depleted my spirit a little bit was to feel that to have this expectation that life could be fun was a little bit delusional. And so I've actually been reclaiming my delusion in a way and allowing myself to see things in a way that feels a little bit different from the way that I've seen them throughout my life and allowing myself to evolve and expand and be open-minded. And again, that can feel a little bit childish to have expectations of life that are beyond what you're currently experiencing. And I get that. And so for me, part of my whole experience in the last few years of reclaiming that aspect of myself has been, again, healing my relationship with what it feels like to be delusional or to not be realistic. And interestingly, since I've moved through this wound of feeling like being delusional was a bad thing and, you know, really claiming my vision that I have for life, reality has actually started to meet my vision. And I've began to realize that things that I at one point felt were delusional, whether I was being told that or I felt that just within myself, are now my reality. And so to have that experience of feeling like at one point you're being delusional for having a certain vision for yourself or having a certain goal for yourself or wanting to embody a certain archetype or aspect of your desired self 
to have the experience for that to feel delusional at one point and then for that to become your reality kind of helped to clear up some of the shame I felt surrounding that. And so the reason that I bring up this whole experience with being delusional is because for me, when I was in a place of really not having fun and really not being playful with life, to imagine that I could felt delusional. And so I'm not sure if that's an experience that is widely held or if that's just me, but I'm sharing that on the off chance that you on any level feel that from where you are right now, not just with respect to fun and play, but with any area of life. And maybe it will kind of help you to reframe your relationship with being delusional. And so really this idea of playfulness and embodying the playful explorer is quite simple. It's about the idea that it's okay to have fun. We have been made on some level, at least from my lens, we have been made to feel that pleasure and fun and joy are frivolous or unrealistic or self-indulgent. But I think that that's that just defeats the purpose of being here, in my opinion. What is the point if we're not at least having some aspect of play and fun with life? That's what makes it enjoyable to be here. And if we're choosing to be here, then making the choice to feel worthy of pleasure and fun and joy for me is essential to this life experience. And again, this doesn't mean that we have to start doing things differently. I think when we think that we do have to start doing things differently or that we have just another task, so we have to add play to our already long list of things that we have to do, that's when it can feel impossible or just like we don't want to do it. Whereas on the other hand, if it's just a mindset, it's just a way of reframing looking at things. And so I had mentioned when I put this out there on Instagram that it's helped me to reframe failure and this idea of regret. And someone had asked me to explain that a little bit more. So I want to just share that What I meant by that is that if I'm just being playful with life and I'm not taking things so seriously, my relationship to failure is completely different. Because let's say you are playing sports and you're just going out and you're having a good time. You maybe aren't even keeping score. Maybe you're just going out to have a good game with your friends and have a good experience. Well, if you are on the losing team, it's not going to be that big of a deal because you weren't intending to go out just with the intention of winning anyways and that also kind of carries over into regrets I think when I look at things through this lens of being playful and also through the lens of being an explorer I can't really look at anything in my life as a regret I can only really look at things as a lesson and feedback and data to help me become a more finely tuned explorer and a more experienced explorer. Which of course brings me to the explorer part of the playful explorer archetype. For me, this obviously goes hand in hand with being playful, but it's again a mentality and it can help me to think about what my intention is. I'm not here to perfect. I'm not here to overanalyze. I'm not here to overthink. I'm not here to be super serious or solve every single problem with reality. And reality isn't a problem for me to solve. And my life isn't a project. It's simply an experience. And again, if I think about life as a game, What do you want to do in a game? You want to explore the game. You want to get to know it. You want to learn how to play different aspects of it. And 
there's a time and a place like anything to bring in that analytical kind of problem solving element, just like you would in a game, but you would also want to have fun and you would also want to be playful. So when I present this idea of the playful explorer, it's not about replacing your entire identity with this new identity. It's about perhaps integrating this way of being into some areas of your life or maybe just seeing what it's like to embody it for certain situations rather than always approaching things through the lens of the problem solver or the analytical overthinker. Again, just because we seek to integrate a new identity or a new way of being, it doesn't mean that we have to throw out something else that has served us well and got us to where we are now. Because going back to if we were to be playing a sports game, sometimes it can be fun to be a little bit more competitive and sometimes it can be fun to play to win. But sometimes If you're always in that mentality, it can completely suck the joy out of the experience and it can be fun to just have a game now and then that you're playing just for the fun of it and without the intention of being perfect or winning. So I just want to, you know, keep that in mind throughout this episode that never anything that I share is intended to replace altogether other identities it's something something that we can play around with and see what that's like and maybe we'll want to integrate it more into our lives in my discord chat someone also brought up a really good point that to them being playful and embodying the playful explorer also goes hand in hand with living in the moment and doing things in the moment that maybe down the line they won't have the privilege to be able to do. So for instance, this person gave the example of, you know, feeling like things are an obligation and reframing them into little playful tasks. So this person specifically used the example of going on a little road trip with their dog to grab lunch at a place that they love and asking themselves, you know, will I be able to do this when I'm older and perhaps lose some of my mobility? And just something like that, recognizing that, Some of the things that we look at as obligations or chores or tasks, we can actually reframe and have a more playful experience with it and look at things as how grateful we can be to access these experiences, to have the physical capabilities to do these experiences because we don't know how long we will have them for. And I really do love that because that's something that I also started doing was Again, this idea that we don't have to like add things to our lives to be more playful. We can just do things a little bit differently and approach the things that are already in our lives a little bit differently. And for me, being more playful with things like household chores and making it a whole fun experience for myself, that has made such a difference for me. And this member of my Discord also shared this little excerpt from a book they were reading, I guess. And I want to share it here as well because I just thought it was so beautiful and articulates the playful explorer a little bit further and a little bit more eloquently. So this is called If I Had My Life to Live Over. I'd like to make more mistakes next time. I'd relax. I would limber up. I would be sillier than I have been this trip. I would take fewer things seriously. I would take more chances. I would climb more mountains and swim more rivers. I would eat more ice cream and less beans. I would perhaps have more actual troubles, but I'd have fewer imaginary ones. You see, I'm one of those people who live sensibly and sanely hour after hour, day after day. Oh, I've had my moments, and if I had 
to do it over again, I'd have more of them. In fact, I'd try to have nothing else. Just moments, one after another, instead of living so many years ahead of each day. I've been one of those persons who never goes anywhere without a thermometer, a hot water bottle, a raincoat, and a parachute. If I had to do it again, I would travel lighter than I have. If I had my life over, I would start barefoot earlier in the spring and stay that way later in the fall. I would go to more dances. I would ride more merry-go-rounds. I would pick more daisies. And that was written by Nadine Stair, who is 85 years old, from Louisville, Kentucky. As I record this episode, I'm kind of real-time processing where I think the disconnect happens with playfulness and, you know, how that transition seems to happen into adulthood. I think it's when we stop seeing the value in it and we see more value in things that we can make a direct connection with our productivity levels, with our career path. And because we can't make that direct connection as easy with things like playfulness and fun and joy, but we can make that direct connection with something like our analytical capabilities, how seriously we're taking our career, etc. We can start to let go of those aspects of ourselves. So for me, embodying the playful explorer starts with recognizing the value in being playful and sometimes that requires trying that identity on and seeing how it makes you feel and seeing how it impacts your life but because of that I wanted to ask you on Instagram if you connected with the value of playfulness and if so to share your experiences so I'm going to read out some of your answers Someone says, yes, otherwise the world feels very aggressive. Everything feels like a task. I'd rather see it as a playground. I love that. I love any type of analogy of seeing life as a playground or a game. And again, it doesn't really it doesn't really have to change the way that you live your life, but it can change the way that you see it. Someone else said, sometimes being playful gets killed by people who deem it childish that is precisely how I feel about the experience of being child, uh, excuse me, the identity of being playful. Someone else said, if life isn't fun, what's the point? Every day should be a joyful experience. Another one, yes, being playful takes away so much pressure. Someone else said, we are not here for that long. We may as well play, experience, enjoy, and try new things. Another person said, being playful helps me practice taking risks. I totally agree because, again, as children, it seems like we're so much more comfortable taking risks and trying new things because there's no real consequence or outcome attached to it whereas in adulthood, it's like if we're going to try something, we have to be the best and we have to be... We have to know all the answers and we have to, yeah, it just kind of sucks the fun out of everything. And I've definitely noticed that within myself anytime I try a new hobby and it just feels like there's so much pressure. And so leaning into being more playful obviously really helps with that. Another person said, yes, it's important to romanticize and de-stress. Nothing is ever that serious. Another one, yes, childlike wonder is so important in avoiding the corporate burnout slash classic adulthood narrative. Yes. What is the point of living if you aren't going to have a little fun? And the last one, it's a necessity for my mental health. 
In addition to your responses, I also wanted to share a couple more little things because sometimes I feel like people have already articulated something that I really can't quite articulate myself. And there's two things that I've had saved on Pinterest for a really long time that every time I read them, it's almost like a an exhale. It's like, oh yes, I remember. Because <laughs> sometimes I forget. I forget to approach life in this way. And then I remember when I engage with something like this. So this is something that I've saved on Pinterest. I don't know who it's from because it's not credited. So I'm sorry. If you know who it's from, let me know. But all it says is you are an explorer. Your mission is to document and observe the world around you as if you've never seen it before. Take notes, collect things you find on your travel, document your findings, notice patterns, copy, trace, focus on one thing at a time, record what you are drawn to. And this for me feels so simple, but it really articulates this idea of being an explorer and just being here to learn and to experience and to not overcomplicate that and to recognize that that doesn't mean that things will always go exactly to plan and that's okay and then the other thing that i want to read kind of similar and again i don't know who this is from but it says every time we go into the world we can choose to be alert to see what we've not seen before a trip to the corner store can contain a multitude of universes. It only requires a conscious decision to tune in and activate all the senses, to be open to what we don't know yet. So everything that I've shared in this episode just is really with the intention of articulating life as an exploration, as a game, as something to be enjoyed, to validate the desire to enjoy life and to not feel that that is childish or frivolous, excuse me. And that is one of the things, this whole mentality, this whole way of being has saved me many times and just helped me to lean into a little bit less overthinking, a little bit less analysis, which again, I'm not discrediting the value of those skills, but we also need the skills of having fun and playing. And those are valuable skills, despite what we may feel about them in adulthood. So here's to reclaiming those identities and those ways of being. And here's to having a little bit more fun. I've said this before. I have full episodes on this and I look forward to continuing to talk about it because I think so many of us deserve to have a little bit more space for fun and play and joy and everyone deserves that. So I hope that you found something in this episode that helps you to connect with that a little bit more if you feel as though you've gotten far away from it. And I want to thank you all for sharing your perspective and your responses. I don't always get to everything because there's so many responses that I get, but I do really read each one of them and I do really appreciate them. So thank you for sharing. That is our episode for today. I hope that you enjoyed. And I hope that you've been enjoying these slightly less structured episodes. I don't know if you can actually tell as a listener, but I'd love to hear your feedback because like I said, I've just been exploring what it's like to have less structure in these episodes and just have less of a script that I'm reading out and just see where it takes me. And so far I'm enjoying it. So maybe I'll keep that going, but for now I'll leave it at that. Thank you for being here and I will see you in next week's episode. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 